this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Scraping the Vault Instant Podcast For dogs, the right helpings of what dogs like best and need most We took big, tender, juicy chunks Golden nuggets loaded with vitamins And rich Disney broth We quick-dried it To make Scraping the Vault What dogs like best and need most just add warm water, and it comes back again instantly. Rich Disney broth, golden nuggets, and red juicy chunks. Big, tender, tempting as ever. Get your dog a complete full course Listen. that serves up instantly. Scraping the vault. Next to you, what he likes best and needs most. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Scraping the Vault. Today, we're discussing everyone's favorite Disney sequel direct-to-video, Lady in the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. Here with me today is Jimmy. Hey. And Dan. Aloha. And it's Uh, me, Audrey, on the side of a volcano, corresponding special one time only, on vacation, from Waikolo, Hawaii! Aloha! 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 You are in Hawaii County, Hawaii. That's correct. I'm staying in a vacation house. I've been here for, uh, like, ten days. And uh, here we are today talking about a great movie that we all watched. Like yes. three weeks ago. Did you choose to go there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. You're there on your own will. Yes. Because a vacation house can also be a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference be from like vacation and Stockholm syndrome at this point. I've been here with my family, and you know how they can be, right? Wink. Am I right? Isn't Stockholm syndrome kind of like when the bad thing becomes like vacation? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I turned 30. Oh, my goodness. Good for you. Yeah, so that's Congratulations. What What about your twin sister? Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, too. Your twin sister. How old is she? She's also 30, believe it or (laughs) not. I know. I I could not believe it. I still got to buy her a birthday gift. I don't know how much uh, money to put on a gift card from Home Depot for her. Is like, there pressure for twins to get each other birthday gifts, or is well, it just like, yeah, you too? I guess I don't know. We talked a lot about it in the coming months. We we're like, Audrey, what do you? Or well, yeah, I would have said Catherine. Hey, Catherine, what do you mm-hmm. want for your birthday? And she's like, I don't know. Um, some nice Sono speakers would be good, but you Ooh. know, I, I don't want to stay in this house forever. So like, moving stuff would be hard. So maybe just I don't know. And then I was like, well, I could use an air purifier because I got the sneezies all the time. You know, mm. I've got allergies. And then, you know, we go back and forth and then we bought matching swimsuits because you gotta do that, I guess. Um but no, there's no pressure. Is this the same 
swimsuit from the previous show. Oh yeah! Wow, I've been talking about us. Okay, can't believe it. I'm so boring, you guys. I can't. It's just I give up. (laughs) You're in Hawaii, and and Dan, you know what? I would love to hear more of you. Uh If there's a way for you to increase your gain, I'd love to hear more of you. Um, More gain. Yeah. Gain it, okay. um, Gain it up. There How's you that? go. There's my boy. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Where um, are my keys? I can't do the dingle sound. <laughs> Audrey and I were talking about the the de- the post Hawaiian vacation depression. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. like being in Hawaii. And when you come home, it's like worse than Disney World. Like post Disney World depression because it's just paradise. But is it worse than after you watch Avatar in the theater? Oh. That's tough. I ruined that movie for myself. I watched it on the floor (laughs) of my bedroom. Um, I I watched it illegally or whatever, downloaded it. What do the kids say now? Pirated version on the floor of my bedroom. You talked it. On my computer screen. You watched it on the TikTok. I couldn't wait. I could not wait to see it in theaters in 3D the way it was supposed to be viewed. And I was like, wow, this movie sucks. Because it's like mm. bad Pocahontas, but Ferngully Pocahontas, uh, you know. Uh, but that's you, the it, sign of a of a good piece of cinema is that you cannot watch it in any other format. It specifically needs mm, to be right. in a format that involves an extra charge ah. and uh, recalibrating all of the theaters all over the world. Metropolis. <laughs> Fritz yes. Lang's 1939 yes. film now in color. <laughs> like it would Fantasia. ruin it. It would ruin it. Uh, did you say she watched it in TikTok? She watched 180 TikToks. <laughs> yes, made that that would suck. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and it's all the characters dancing. <laughs> but it all started with you saying the feeling after you watch Avatar. I believe that that feeling is unobtainable. Ah. Uh, yeah. yeah, just wait. Avatar 4 will be on this show <laughs> in 30 years. Oh, are they Disney Audrey now? Audrey and I will be celebrating our 60th yeah. birthday. They're Disney oh, now. Oh, God. Well, and and cool. they're going to be literally straight to video because it's going to go straight to streaming. So that's straight to video as far as I'm concerned. Does... A straight to theme park sequel count. Oh. <laughs> or yeah, a, true. a theme park to movie. Because oh, that's what the, the last the, one was. The, what? what? The Tower of Terror was a theme oh, park. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's a yeah. good point. I, but, you know, here's the thing. I think that it's a great crossover event because the sequel to Avatar was at Animal Kingdom. So what a crossover. Straight to theme park sequel Scraping the Vault Supreme Resort crossover. Wow. Event. They should make a movie about the sandwich I had for lunch yesterday. Oh. Was there it was, pork? I don't know. It was, a, it was a leftover Thanksgiving turkey sandwich with all the fixings, you know, like mm, cranberry. I told my family about it and everyone kind of went, they raised their eyebrows and said, oh, and then we didn't do it at all. But I shared the idea and it is a great idea. One of day. the moist maker. Yeah, yeah. The That was something that Monica would put in her leftover turkey sandwiches. Smart, smart woman. It, 
what and remind me because I brought it up today. I'm waiting for you to tell me what it is. What is the moist maker? It's like oh, a- so it's a uh, so uh, it's a uh, let me start over. It's like a sandwich, and in the middle of the sandwich is a piece of bread soaked in turkey turkey That's gravy. That's what it is. Bread turkey. soaked in turkey. Yeah. So it, it keeps the sandwich juicy and moist. The moist maker. Chunky meat. What was the thing there? Red. <laughs> Red juicy chunks. Red juicy chunks. That's what people come here for. Is right. Red juicy audio chunks. That's right. Speaking of red juicy audio chunks. Yes, please. I was. We, we watched Lady in the Tramp yes, 2. We did. Scamp's Adventure. Yee. And boy, howdy did we ever. Mm. Um, it was a pretty rough watch. <laughs> <laughs> I had couldn't. I was taking the bark off of a tree as I watched it. Uh, The bark is worse than its bite, this movie. (laughs) Please don't furlough me. (laughs) I have worms. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you, but I was scratching my ass on the carpet when I was watching it. (laughs) Well, uh, this movie came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. So that means... A space odyssey. In 2001. <laughs> uh, in the uh, cinema, cinematic feature film places. And we got in number 10, Hannibal. Nine. I forgot that this song was going to play. <laughs> number nine. Planet of the Apes. You mean the good one? No. The really bad one. Number eight, Jurassic Park 3. Number seven, The Mummy Returns. Number six is Pearl Harbor. Titanic? No, sir, it's Pearl Harbor. Uh, Number five came the prequel to Oceans 12 and Oceans 13, Oceans 11. And uh, number four, we got Shrek. Number three, we got another kind of Shrek. It's Monsters, Inc. And from number two, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Number one, any guesses there? No. That's right. It's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. In world events. In world events, we had uh, 20,000 people died in a violent earthquake in India. Uh, it was uh, 7.9 on the Richter scale, and bad things happened. The human genome sequence was revealed. That was fun. Remember that? Remember when we all did that? And uh, all, all the, the, the models, and the, they're like, here it is. I'm just distracted by the fact that I can't hear myself. Israeli-Palestinian conflict uh, severely escalates. Uh, basically, a lot of bummer things were happening in 2001. Yeah. Uh, I, think else happen. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it might have something to do with why this song is playing. Uh, we got China's entry into the World Trade Organization. That's fun. Um, and then we've got uh, United States who unilaterally, unilaterally withdraws from the Anti-Ballistic Missile Treaty. Uh, for more on that, just watch Vice. Um, and then a little something called the September 11th terror attacks uh, happened in the United States. Uh, want me to tell you about it, or are, are we covered there? Yeah, I think uh, it's been covered. Yeah, I think we're yeah. good. Yeah. So. 
Well, well done, Dan. Thank you. That was very Thank um, you. depressing. I didn't do any of those things. I oh, just, that wasn't you. Yeah, I, I just copied and pasted. I think you yeah. also forgot that in 2001, Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, Mickey's Magical Christmas snowed in at the House of Mouse, and Recess Christmas Miracle on 3rd Street all were released. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Are those... Those aren't on Disney Plus, right? I mean... I, they might be, but they're, I, they're, that's a list of sequels, follow-ups, spinoffs, and other adaptations that were released. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to cover those other two. The next one we're going to do not. is Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True from right. February of 2002. So anyone looking for the extended uh, mix, which is when I get into theme park news, uh, just remember uh, Paul Pressler is still happening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Paul Pressler. That's all you need. Pressler! Pressler! Um. So, Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. We got some predictions there? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) My prediction came true, so I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Uh, Audrey, did you have any? Well, I bet I had a really cool uh, prediction, but I left my notes at home. So, (laughs) let's see. I'm just going to go on the fly right here and think, what did Audrey think about this movie to uh, a month ago when we watched it. Uh, okay, so Scamp is, he's a rambunctious little fellow, hence the name Scamp. Um, Scamp is is uh, a dog. <laughs> he's, he's definitely a dog. And okay. he takes a plane trip across the U.S. How about that? Boom, Ooh, done. Love it. Um, here's what I have. That's an adventure. Those horrible cats will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll probably be <laughs> as insulting as they once were, but like smart now. Oh no! Basically, I'm th- so I've been rewatching slowly Entourage, mm. um, which if you haven't watched Entourage ever or did watch it when it came out in around 2001, it does not hold up, and it's like watching a crime. Oh, so boy. I, <laughs> it's it's hilarious in that way so i was thinking like okay there's no way they're gonna have the the cats back or there's no way they're gonna be like as terribly offensive as they once were but i thought no this is 2001 entourage is happening so maybe they'll think like what if we make them smart racial stereotypes then that'll be okay Uh right i'm like i'm thinking that that's probably the thinking there uh i feel like there's i felt like there was going to be a scene where who let the dogs out would have played but they will they wouldn't play it um just so like if any trailer companies should decide to add it for like you know another market or something uh tramp will a scamp what tramp will have to wow Oh, 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 Tramp will uh, have to learn to take life seriously and settle down. Mm. Uh, Scamp won't have a name until he does something scampy. Um, (laughs) Like shrimp scampy? I love a good shrimp scampy. I almost spelled it that way. Uh, Tony will be too invested in the story. Yep. Uh, Too many songs because Little Mermaid came out before and it mm-hmm. didn't have enough songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a Peggy Lee character. Okay. Um, uh, and, and they'll explain and- the name Tramp in a way that's like uncomfortable for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what? spoilers, there are too many songs because there are songs at all because <laughs> they're just well, terrible. Huh. Yes, we'll get to it. All right. Uh, trailer time or have we decided that nobody really cares that we listen to the trailer? <laughs> Just no really, trailer. One quick question before we get yeah. to the trailer: What year yeah. did the song "Who Let the Dogs Out" come out? Um, hold on, I'm accessing my memory. I have a more familiar thing. Hold on, hold on. Hey Google. Come out. April 5th, 2000, according to Ah. Google, who lies all the time. Dan, your computer mind is making some strange noises. I think you'd better check that out. (laughs) Do you think that that song inspired this movie? Hey, Google. Hey, Google. (laughs) Maybe it did. She loves to embarrass me. Uh... Yeah, the Baja Men. It was uh, 2000 for sure. Yep. Uh, okay, so I want to hear about the trailer and I want to talk about this movie because I have lots to say. Walt Disney created one of the most beloved oh, oh, oh. motion okay, pictures Okay, notice the tone here. Time. It's Walt Disney. Okay, right? You got that? Mm-hmm. This is something I've noticed in all of these trailers is that it always starts out with Walt Disney years ago sat on a park bench <laughs> and discovered America through the eyes of a child. And then it goes into, hi, it's wacky. It's saltwater taffy. So and just then crap. we crapped all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now it's nacho cheddar flavored. <laughs> so here, here we go. Walt Disney created one of the most beloved Damn. motion pictures of all time. Continues in Disney's Lady Just and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. Scamp's a pop who's not oh. afraid to chase his dreams. I want to be wild and free. You won't last five minutes out here. But he'll need some help from his oh. new friend Angel, played by that? Alyssa Milano. You know a trailer, you know, you know a uh, uh, studio has faith in a movie when they include the voice talent in the trailer. That's right. Play Scamp. Hey, I know her. He has a lot of fire burning inside of him. And here's someone who you might recognize from something. My childhood fan. Tell him what mischief that pup's getting into. I think we need a spray bottle for you. Between a life on the street and a home with a child. I'd give anything to have what you have. Goofy too. It's okay if you are. If Goofy 2 didn't teach you that. <laughs> I don't remember that song at all. No. I think it didn't make the cut. I don't think so either. Or maybe, I don't, I don't know, we've been talking over the damn trailer. I think maybe they were talking the soundtrack in addition to the trailer. Walt Disney Pictures proudly presents Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. That only on video not. and Disney DVD. No. That was not the movie. February 27th, 2001. Uh, that's Jesus. just after uh, the DCA opened. Another failed sequel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they'll never learn. Um, <laughs> so this movie, though, so the reason I didn't say my spoiler thing is because it's a reverse Lady in the Tramp. And that's what the theme of this episode is. It's a reverse Lady in the Tramp. And here's what happened. Like a reverse doggy style. <laughs> sure. Which is just normal style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. first of all, Lady and the Tramp, pop quiz, Lady and the Tramp, the original film was set in what locale? Boston? What geography? East Pomona, Coast. California. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't England, which is what I thought. It was set in the Midwest. The, the style of animation was set, like, Marceline, Missouri was the inspiration, not unlike oh. Main Street, USA. So, it was a Midwestern story despite everybody having some kind of British accent. So New England, um, got it. Right. So, and that's the thing, that this movie opens with a song that says this New England town celebrating Independence Day, but if the original movie was set in the Midwest, I don't understand why it's a New England town song. Because if you have that song set in the Midwest, then people are going to think that they're about to watch The Music Man. Well, yeah, they and that they definitely weren't. So we open in a friendly Midwestern town. The yeah, okay. So quiet morning. Midwestern? No, it's in Boston. It's very yeah. New England. The original was set in Midwest. So we, mean, oh, we know they moved. Okay, they hired some two men with the truck and they hopped in <laughs> and moved. That would be two it, men in a ye old truck. Well, sure. And we know. We know that it's in New England because when they have uh, Civil War reenactors taking a picture together, they have people dressed in gray, mm. which is what you would have in New England. That's and true. And also, let's talk, if it's in Boston, then it would very logically make sense that they have the Italian food in the North End, which was an Italian neighborhood. Th that's true, but there are a tremendous amount of Italian immigrants in the Midwest, Ohio specifically. Anyway, so fine. They're in the Midwest of New. Of, they're in the Midwest of New England. Midwest of Massachusetts. The Midwest, the, the the New England of Missouri. And, and if you were worried that we wouldn't get to meet all of our friend, all of our friends, oh. at some point during the movie, then uh, one minute and forty six seconds in, we've met all of we've our met friends. all of our old friends. <laughs> It's a quiet morning. We see a few homes. There's friendly passersby, Lady and the Tramp are leading the way with their children. There are four of them. Three look like Lady, one look like mm -hmm. Tramp. Because that's that's genetic. And they're pulling a sleigh like a dog sled or a horse-drawn carriage of some kind. And there's a blonde little-haired uh, little blonde-haired boy in the carriage, followed by Jim Deere and Darling. Jim Deere is pulling along a little Tramp-looking dog who's chasing butterflies. It's a 4th of July Independence Day celebration. Mm -hmm. Gilbert and Sullivan would be very proud. Yes, because they love the Midwest. Bright. It's very fun. It, was, it is. It, I felt happy. Yep, because in town we see Aunt Sarah and her Siamese cats. Aunt Sarah is evidently not a bitch anymore. Um, <laughs> which Scamp barks at the Siamese cats, of course. We see Tony and his sous chef, which I think is Luigi. Uh, sure, they've not? prepared, a, of course it is, and they've Monja. prepared, I mean, a, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shut up your face. Um, Unlimited prepared, soup salad and breadsticks. Your family. 
Um, <laughs> they've prepared a red, white, and blue spaghetti plate that oh, comically God, ends up in Tony's face. Oh, oh, mamma mia! Put up your face. Uh, there's there's more scene setting. Scamp runs along the carriage with the little blonde son, who gives Scamp a lick of his lollipop, which you know, gross. Uh, Scamp runs into the middle of a hoop and stick, and then he sees a female dog, and he turns his head like <laughs> aroused at this I other would. dog. The total like hubba hubba yeah. moment. Hubba. Does the kid does the kid have a name? It's Scamp. Oh no, no. Junior. It's Junior. But we'll junior. get to that later. Of course, it's Junior. He's Jim Deer Junior. Jim Deer Junior. Yeah, it's, God, if that kid gets any advanced degrees, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> Uh, so after Scamp gets turned on by this other dog, he gets pulled along by Jim Deere. Uh, but Scamp does not want to go inside, right? Mm. All the other dogs are content to be in their cozy little home. Scamp is trying to get outside. Yeah. Scamp has three sisters who are all excited to get a bath, but Scamp hates baths. He is clearly the black sheep who is still learning how to be a house pet. Scamp plays with Junior because, of course, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Jim Deere finally gets Scamp to take a bath. Junior then throws a ball and Scamp chases it out the window and promptly gets muddy and traipses the mud through the house. This time, Scamp has gone too far. It well, and now- his, sisters, his sisters are terrible. They they, they're, oh, oh. bothered me. Yeah, they... <laughs> They're yeah, there's no redeeming. There's no redeeming qualities of them. But it this reminded time, me of the ugly da- da- dax- dachshund. Dachshund? Dachshund. Da- dachshund. The ugly das, das boot. Dax. The the ugly anyway, dachshund. Disney Plus. Yeah, it's a Disney Plus Is that a movie. Thing? Oh yeah. Oh. They there's these bitchy little show dogs who are always getting and get their da- dachshunds and. Uh, Dachshund. 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 They're dogs. Dogs. They're dogs, son. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> then there's a, a, a Great Dane, I think, that is just always causing trouble. But it's not his fault. He's just a Great Dane. But these damned doctors, doctors Do- are dogs, son. Doc Martens. Um, That's it. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah anyway this so, is terrible so here's the and thing it, this dog this scamp mm-hmm. has been trying to get outside this whole movie he wants to be outside he wants to stay outside and mm-hmm. so now he gets muddy in the house and then he's sent outside and he's super upset yeah well that's <laughs> he's because he's, outside. he's chained up he's locked up he he's a up. penitentiary for dogs in this giant doghouse, and this chain is somewhere between three and forty feet long. It changes by <laughs> by cut. All right, so clearly <laughs> you think that Scamp's reaction is unwarranted. You think that Scamp should be thrilled that he's locked up outside. He's outside. He's got freedom. Well, not the locked up part, not so much. But yes, he does have freedom because he he can't. The chain keeps him about three feet away from the doghouse, but then later. There are other dogs on the other side of the yard. That's a good 30 feet. And he's able to make it all the way to that. So he's got freedom. I mean, yeah. yes, I don't don't condone locking up a dog, but you've wanted to be outside this whole time. You're now outside. Why are you upset? 
I wonder how cold it. If it's Fourth of July on the East Coast, it's probably pretty He's warm at probably night. Probably doing pretty fine, or the Midwest. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I agree yeah. to disagree on the location. <laughs> at some point, too, uh, Scamp says to Tramp, and I'm quoting, "Let's do some dog stuff." <laughs> <laughs> this reverse doggy style. Oh boy! Um, so, so they, Jim Deere thinks that this is going to teach him a lesson, right? He's gone far enough. Scamp's three sisters are all now muddy from Scamp's adventure through the house and are looking in, on in judgment as they are excited to get back in the bath. Wait a minute! Is Jim Deere the tractor guy? Yes, Jim Deere. They make tractors and <laughs> oh, diesel engines. Oh God, that Dan. That's a funny <laughs> Wait, joke. I never would have. No, that was that was a legitimate thought. <sighs> but then I, but I thought, no, it's John Deere. John so the, Deere. like his brother, I guess. Yeah, it's John Deere's brother, and of course, famously, John Deere's from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Scamp, who is sad to be locked up outside uh, on a reasonably long leash in the very place that he had been trying to be for the run of the film thus far. Uh, Tramp is looking on from inside when Lady joins him. Lady, of course, being played by Jodie Benson, the one and only Ariel, Little Mermaid. Oh. Uh, it's time he learned his lessons on how to be a house dog. But he's just a pup. Tramp turned out okay, but that's because he found Lady which is going to be a running theme. He needs to learn someday. Perhaps he needs to learn today, says Lady. Uh, mm. Scamp is learning how to howl. He's trying to howl at the moon when Tramp joins him with a bowl of dog food. Scamp rejects it. Scamp wants to run wild and free like a real dog. He doesn't feel like he belongs. Nobody understands Scamp. What good are teeth and claws if you can never use them? Maybe I don't want to be in this family. Oh, mm. well, mm-hmm. Tramp, Tramp, basically, he says something along the lines of like, I was, you know, I, I was once like you or something like that. Or, Tramp yeah, also voted, no follow up question. He voted Republican right. in the last election. So scam. Yes. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Um, well, I, at that, at that moment, I really wanted Tramp to follow it up with like, let me tell you about it. And then it's just the entire first movie but with like tramp narrating oh my god <laughs> so, so which is kind of what happens but. isn't tramp the same guy who played bradley uppercrest the third from a, an extremely goofy movie Ooh, my imdb brain part of my brain is gonna have to oh hold boot on. up hold on Lady in the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. Let's see. Uh, Scamp is Scott Wolf, by the way. Scott Wolf is Scamp. The the voice acting is good, as always. It's Scott Wolf of, you know, Night Shift and Perception and Party of Five. Google just gave me a useless answer. Tramp is played by Jeff Bennett. Okay. And Jeff Bennett played, he was in Enchanted. Mm. Uh, I don't know that he, oh, he's been in 555 things. I'm not looking it up. Um, okay, so so we cut to a pack of dogs running from the dog catcher. 
Now, the dog catcher in this film, I'm only assuming that Don Knotts was either retired or dead because if he were alive, he would be playing the dog catcher because this guy yeah. is doing an insane Don Knotts oppression. Yeah. Uh, I I just want to uh, just go back a, just a touch. And I, I noticed that a lot of these movies seem to have the same setup where like one parent is able to see what it is, what the essential bit of information that the opposite gendered main character needs, but they can't talk to them. Like, right. Like lady totally gets it. She's like, yeah, if someone just needs to talk to this kid and show him, you know, tell him what the world is about. But she, it's like, nope, can't speak to my son. (laughs) Here's Dan. I think you just unlocked something. What is the magic formula of any Disney fairy tale movie? Parenting. One parent. Yeah. There's only one. You never have parents. And all of these movies have more than one parent. That's why they're shitty. Yeah. I think you unlocked the mystery of the sequel saga. It's almost like Disney doesn't know how to actually do family. Right. Ironically, because they're like opposite Olive Garden. Like the yes. inverse Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're in a Disney movie, you're you not have no a functional family. family. Yeah. Yeah, you have no family. Salad, not enough breadsticks. Right. <laughs> uh, you got to get the Alfredo sauce to dip. It's so good. Nothing's yeah, all you can eat. For sure. Yeah. It's, only, it's Unless, half a serving. All, everything's half a serving. Or a strawberry <laughs> lemonade cooler. Mm. <laughs> do, they have, do they have characters uh, dressed up at the Olive Garden? No. Nope. But they do at uh, Mickey's Kitchen. That's there right. you go, Chef Mickey's. Um, yeah, so these dogs, this this pack of dogs, they're, they're strays. They're messing with the Don Knotts dog catcher. Uh, and, and the catcher's hat flies into Scamp's yard. And a cute little girl dog puts her head, Alyssa Milano, puts her <laughs> head through the fence to get it from Scamp. Then she nuzzles him like, like a little flirty nuzzle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the strays best the dog catcher. Scamp is thrilled to see this. And then he sings a world without fences and he escapes his chains. He's free. I have proof that he's saying that song right here. Yep. And this is one of the few times I'm including the entire thing. Yeah, you sure are. Because there's, a lot that's okay so if this song was from something that wasn't terrible out there loose and running nobody's and it wasn't filled with awkward dog metaphors as an actual piece of music it's good like if i were to if i were to tell you if this were to be playing in another language and i were to tell you uh yeah this is like uh this is rent in argentina or something <laughs> it sounds like newsy okay that works too but but none of the I mean, actors the rent thing? because at this point this is rent sure this also newsy well no this is okay this is this douchebag kid who's like I want I want just endless freedom. I want boundless like I just I want. I want 
just to have the things that I want. And I don't want to have the moderate, like, inconvenience of these people who care about me and have some sort of say or feel like they should have some sort of, like, caring input into my life. Um, it's rent, except it's less stupid than rent because it's a dog. So it, you can at least excuse him. Right, I'm so sorry. I don't I'll, like rent. I'll, I'll defend what you're saying a little bit. So, yeah. yes, it is an I want song, which is very typical of these movies. They all have one. Uh, out there from Hunchback or somewhere out there and or, or like uh, the Little Mermaid one, like the part of your world that does all I want songs and it does well as an I want song. And it's like rent because this dog has AIDS. Oh my God. <laughs> I was getting a little bit of West Side Story there for a second, you know, like da da. Uh, I can't think of the song, but it was a little bit West Side Story. I'm sorry. I'll just uh, when you're a jet, um, Maria. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or there's a place for us. Yeah. I want to be in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the song. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, rent stupid. Okay. And this right. is- evidently Dan doesn't like rent. Everyone has AIDS. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, so the dog catcher, uh, the stray's best dog catcher gets a little nuzzle, uh, thrilled to see, uh, his, his world without fences. And then he scours the town to try to find those other wild dogs because he gets out, right? He escapes mm-hmm. his chains and he's free and he finds the girl dog. She plays a little hard to get. He acts as though he's always been a street dog, but she is not buying it. Now, she back at the house, him. she literally saw him. So yeah. she's not buying it. He's, yeah. And she nuzzled him like full on slut dog, like was kissing well, on him. Yeah. She's yeah. just, dog. no, it's just a hug. It's a dog. Okay. Hug. Don't, don't slut like shame dogs. Nothing, sniffing the butt, but his yeah. butt was on the other side. Yeah. Okay. So it, was just, his, it was his face butt. Yeah. His face butt. We all have a face butt. <laughs> we somehow. all do. That's right. <laughs> it's all connected. Oh my god! I have. I, I'm not even going to go there. I have little boy. I have two little boys, and everything is about poops and butts and farts. And anyway, they're hilarious. Um, yeah, we decided that a burp was just a um, <laughs> a mouth part. It is. Yeah, it, it is. totally is. Yep. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, I might have to I mute do- my mic because I might have to mouth fart soon. <laughs> Feel free. Uh, I also want to point out this this movie has sparing use of bad CG. That's true. Yes. Like it, it, it is bad, but it's almost like they knew what their limits were. So they're just like, let's just put it on the edge of the screen. It's because, yeah, it's not the main, it's not the focal point of the screen. It's not taking up the, it's not the entire background. And right. it's for inanimate objects like a car versus a dog or something. Right. Yeah, that's right. true. So no, I didn't no even, veggie tales in this movie. I didn't even notice that. That's that's a good call. Um, all right. So back at the house, Lady's going to check on Scamp, but finds he's missing. We cut back to the streets, and Scamp finds the pack of wild dogs, and they have built a junkyard play palace. Scamp, mm. looking on, says they're jumping on the sofa. They're playing with the trash and breaking stuff. This Whee! is heaven for Scamp. Mm-hmm. If only it's also exposition for the movie. That's right. And then he says, "If only there were hats to chew on." And <gasps> you guessed it. Were there hats? Oh my god, there were there hats. Were hats. Yep. Oh wow. No more <laughs> chains for Scamp. And then Buster is revealed, and he is revealed to be the king of the junkyard. He is played, of course, by Chaz Palmentieri. Great oh, voice. Just so iconic. 
It is revealed that the girl dog who flirted with Scamp is called Angel. She's, of course, played by Alyssa Milano. Angel Teen Baby Heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel Babyface, was that her name? I don't know. I'm just trying to get into the character of Buster. You know, he's like, hey, uh, Angel, you're my girl. Uh, I love uh, you. How many times did you have to say, I'm not your girl? I'm not your girl. <laughs> so Angel. the dog. And then. And then they sing a song about anarchy that just happens to be the perfect criticism uh, of anarchists. We're not there yet, though. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Hold on. Wait, Dan, wait. Tell me when I can say it again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you the intro. The dogs discover that Scamp is in the ranks. Buster is the one who decides if Scamp can be in the pack. So this is Buster's decision if he can be in the pack, which, by the way, they repeat over and over again. You're only in it for yourself. It's just you against everybody, but there's a person who decides if they can be a part of the... the, I'm still confused. Mm -hmm. Um, So Buster tells Scamp what it takes for a wild dog via a song, of course, Uh called Junkyard Society Rag. The junk... I just... An observation that I had is that this particular song, the Junkyard Society Rag, is I feel... um, A song about anarchy, (laughs) which is also a perfect criticism of anarchists. I like the dramatic page flipping, and I also feel like the dismount of Jimmy's introduction of the song was was a little bit... it It was fumbled because Dan was trying to cut in, so that's just a little feedback um, as you two were. Continue. In universe feedback. Okay, we can go back. If no, 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 that is so not on brand. The moment's passed. Let's keep moving forward. All right. We can try uh, again at the end if you want. Sure. So, do you have it? Do you have the song? No. All right, it's off. <laughs> I, just have the, I just have the two. <laughs> like I said, it takes more work than you would think, and I'm not going to do it unless one of you asks me to. I want to speak, I want to, speak to the producer of this podcast. Yeah. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. He's not listening. Uh, during the song, it's clear that Scamp does not belong in the wild yet. He's a fish out of water. That's but right. A dog. Every day. He's a dog every day, fish. He's a dog fish out of water. Ooh, he's dog a dog fish in head. a fishbowl. Dogfish Head is a wonderful brewery. That's Oh, I should have used that as the beer. Oh, well. <laughs> you still can. I, well, no. I like what I picked. Every day out here is a test. It's like a test of survival. Scamp needs mm. to prove that he belongs. This test is Reggie's Alley. Mm. You guys remember Reggie's Alley? Yeah. Christy Alley. I mean, <laughs> Reggie's Alley. That's, that's Reggie's Alley is Kirsty. Um, But you're not going to talk about that yet because back at home, everyone is worried about Scamp. Lady, Jody Benson and Ariel, uh, Jock and Trusty join them to help. Jim Deere. So cute. There's a little Scotty dog and then a Mm -hmm. big old hound dog and there's big puppers and I want to snuggle them. And they got accents and Mm -hmm. Lady's also very endearing in this movie and I like her. She is. We love Ariel. And the Bloodhound is played by Foghorn Leghorn. No. It's not true. Um, but yeah, your trustees, the old uh, bloodhound, he can smell famously, he can't really smell anything. 
which they try to play into. It just doesn't work. But did you notice the little French stereotype dog, little French bulldog or whatever in, in, uh, in Buster's gang is played by Bronson Pinchot. I did not notice that. Valky from Perfect Strangers. A number of people in this movie who were moderately popular. Yeah. Five years before the movie was released. Mm-hmm. Moderately <laughs> is uh, generous. Um, yeah. I also want to, because this is the one of the few times, if not the only time, I'm going to be able to say this uh, uh, in a way that is accurate and correct. Um, accurate and correct? Yes, both. Both of oh. those. What is this? Um, CNN? so also uh there's his three sisters who are happy he's gone they're the worst and i gotta say those are some sadistic bitches yeah i I wish they were cooler they i just wanted to because it's yeah female dog right we got it I'll probably, I'm going to cut that. (laughs) No, don't cut it. Where did Jimmy go? Jimmy? I've been saying words this whole time, but I've been on mute. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Don't cut the bitches. Don't cut the, don't cut a bitch. (laughs) Are you going to have to cut a bitch? Now, well, okay. Now that it's been made worse by the two of you, and thank you, (laughs) I will keep it. Yay. <laughs> all right. So all the people, all the dogs and Jim Deere and Darling and the two parent dogs are off to find Scamp. They're back on the streets and the test for Scamp with Reggie's Alley, right, uh, is, is to try and get a can away from a sleeping, I think it's a pit bull yeah. in the alley. His name is Reggie. Just as he's about to get away with it, Scamp runs into a trash can and wakes Reggie. And there's a chase through the streets and the dog catcher intervenes and catches Reggie to help save the day. Scamp saved Angel. Nobody out there would have ever done that for her. Mm -hmm. Right? It's every dog for himself, but Scamp saved Angel. So that makes him a special dog and endears him to Angel. Buster makes it clear that that was the wrong thing to do. Out here, it is every dog for himself. It's time for another test. Ugh. Yep. Scamp is loving this life. He says once he passes the next test, he'll be the king of the junkyard. Yeah. The others tell him that's impossible. Nobody will ever beat the king, the one and only Tramp. What? He taught Buster everything he knows. Tramp is a legend. The other strays share many tales of this legend of tramp busters yeah uh, i see what i did there Um, but buster sets them all straight about what really happened he met his true love says angel buster feels like tramp betrayed him that's what buster feels even though he met his true love again a theme uh that's when in love with tramp right uh full-on Love with Trump, Trump, yes. Sure, yeah. And Trump. And Trump. <laughs> and J.R. Trump, the man who does our and music. Trump. <laughs> so, so that's when Buster learned it's every dog for himself because he feels like Trump betrayed him. But there's yeah. this relationship established that Trump is like a legend and Buster's like, he left me and every dog for himself because he used to be like the right-hand man and, you know, everything that 
that Tramp did, Buster did, and everything Buster did, Tramp, you know, that whole thing, the symbiotic relationship. He's hurt so, and angry. Yes. At this point, though, Camp scratches himself mm-hmm. on the face. It's normal. And Buster says, hey, Tramp used to scratch like that. You ain't yep. related, are you? Yeah. It must be a very distinct scratch. Very Surprise. Distinct. Yeah. It's not. It's just it's a dog not. scratching. It's just the way dogs scratch. Hey, uh, so you're a dog. You're scratching. Are you related to uh, <laughs> Tramp? Are you hey, related to Tramp? That's the same what? turntables that Tramp used to use to do scratching <laughs> as a DJ dog. You're not right. related, are you? <laughs> this is a movie in which he looks exactly like Tramp. He looks exactly <laughs> like Tramp. Exactly. His uh, same is like a same. Hey, you barked. You're not related to him, are you? Tramp used are you to bark too. A, a dog? Are you related to a dog? Uh, but but in, in true uh, Simon fashion, who denied huh? Jesus? Uh, Peter. It was Peter Peter. who denied Jesus. Uh, In true Peter fashion, Scamp denies his father's identity. Says no. Good Good one. Buster then says, good, because if you were, you'd be kibble. Mm. So in in most of this pack, Tramp is a legend to be revered by the other dogs. But to Buster, he is a betrayer worthy of vengeance. The other dogs are pretty interesting in terms of like their they are their Especially breeds. Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, I, I don't know. I found them. I found them kind of fascinating. I liked those characters. Yeah, they were. Yeah, fun. and I think I think the idea of dog royalty is uh, is a good thing to have in a movie. Sure. <laughs> I guess that would make uh, the queens queens dogs right. They'd be pretty royal. Queens. No, I mean, basically, Tramp is like he's. He is the royalty for the street dogs in a yeah. sense, right? So, yeah. like, first of all, Scamp should totally just be like, uh, yeah, that's totally my dad. Exactly. He's awesome. But Buster I'm hates awesome him. Too. So, yeah. <laughs> so you can't do that because Buster's the king of the junkyard. Yeah. <sighs> so he gets admiration from everybody else but Buster, who's the head of the thing. So you can't, you got to deny it. Plus, he's ashamed of his heritage. He's ashamed right. of being a house dog. Yeah. He thinks it's something to be. Embarrassed, yeah, by. to be embarrassed by, and it's it's just being reinforced by this gang. Mm-hmm. So, so Buster's lamenting about uh, about Tramp, and Angel joins him and gives him perspective about how great it actually is to have a family. So, sorry, not Buster, mm. uh, Scamp is lamenting about Tramp, and, and Angel's like, I've always wanted to have a family. Like, do, you don't, she doesn't understand why he would want to live on the streets and scamp doesn't mm-hmm. understand why she wouldn't want to live on the streets. And then, and then angel. Out, tell, and then scamp that? is like, and then they talk it out and scamp is like, you know what? You're right. Let's go back to my house. They love dogs. They'll let you into, we can be, we can live together. And wait, you just skipped ahead an hour. Oh, there's, <laughs> that's there's right. A, there's a good hour of stuff that happens. Between that's them. right. Because and this hour? is, well, yeah. 45 minutes. Okay, yeah. But it feels um, like an hour, to be fair. Does. And that's why this movie is called Arbitrary Love Story, the movie, mm-hmm. the sequel. The reverse Lady and the Tramp. 
Um, so Scamp doesn't understand all the things. So they like they both don't understand why the other one doesn't love the situation they're in, right? Um, so Angel tells Scamp that she is her own dog and doesn't belong to anyone, but her big secret is that she really wants to be a house dog. Don't tell anybody. And she wants to direct. <laughs> so just then a train approaches and they run away from it. But Scamp gets caught and Angel saves him. They fall through the tracks into the river below. Scamp is nowhere to be found. We cut to Jock and Trusty, who is on the scent. They are at the same river and they think they can smell Scamp. They see him floating in the river, no. but they find out it's a wig. Mm. Yeah, because all those floating wigs in well, and um, it's, the Mississippi River, which is in Missouri, which is well, in the Midwest. Wasn't that a callback to the opening scene when there was some like, yeah, yeah, yeah some old woman gets her wig stolen? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because Scam um, was causing some uh, ruckus. Ruckus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A, a, a ruffian. Rough, roughage. Yeah. Someone let the dogs out, and yes. that dog was a single dog, and that dog was Scamp. Now, who let the dogs out? The party was bumping. John Deere. Jim Deere. <laughs> uh. Well, actually, Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. Or was it the Baja men? Lady yeah. let those dogs out. Yeah, she could have just kept them in there. Moral of the story, keep them in there. (laughs) Okay, idea here. Don't have sex. Crazy idea. What if dogs hatched out of eggs? How weird would that be? (laughs) I really love the idea. And you got to picture this with me. Of Imagine imagine a dog. Laying an egg. No, sitting on one to keep it warm. Okay, but also, what if you ate dog eggs, like a dog egg omelet? That'd be so weird. All the time. It takes so many eggs to make a dog egg omelet. What? Are you eating a dozen dog eggs? Well, not currently, because my doctor said I need to get my cholesterol. A, a, A dachshund? <laughs> oh, it's a baker's dachshund. 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 A wiener dog. That's easier. Okay. Jimmy's muted again, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so then they sing a song at some point in the movie called Family. <laughs> Jimmy? This, this is me doing Jimmy's job really badly. J- Jimmy. <laughs> Where did he go? I don't know. He's lost. He's lost forever. Who, who let Jimmy out? Who? <laughs> so yes, uh, the 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 quippy comment I have for the family song is that I want Don Knotts to sing as well. <laughs> the dog catcher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I was just finishing my uh, dog egg omelet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Yeah, we're so yeah. They, the 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 family sees uh, the the wig, and then Scamp makes it out, and he sees uh, um, he sees Angel. He makes it out of the river, and then they start flirting, right? Mm-hmm. And then they make it back to town, and they sing a whole new world. I mean, wait, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, wait, wait. It's can you feel the love tonight? No, no, it can't mm-hmm. be that one. That was. 
careless whisper. No, no, no. Uh, I didn't know I could feel this way. She makes me warm and happy inside. He smells and I and love you. Crunching your hair in. Oh, indeed. So here's the thing. When I, I really, can, this sounded like Jody Benson to me. Now, Jody Benson is a mermaid and plays Scamp's mom. It's Alyssa Milano singing. It's not. What? It's not. No, no but I thought it was Jody Benson. So it was like such an Oedipal thing that his girlfriend is his mom. But it turns out I always confuse Jody Benson with uh, Susan Egan. Because Susan Egan was the beauty in Beauty and the Beast Broadway, and she was Meg from Hercules. Oh, yeah. So I just get them confused. But. And I didn't look into this, but I think I saw some random YouTube jackass comment was saying that, I don't know, this, this person's a jackass. They're probably great. I'm sorry. Um, they were saying that the singing voice for Scamp is the same person that was the singing voice for Hercules. Could be wrong. Probably it's not. possible. I, it definitely wasn't the actor. I mean, very few of the other outside of Jody Benson. I don't think any of this. The actors are the singing voices. What um, I my yeah, I thought that the the song was nice. They're just too similar in 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 terms of their range. I feel like the yeah. uh, male vocalist is like I wish he was a little bit more deeper, but that wouldn't make sense. Cause you know, they're kind of the same age or something. Oh, they're both like young dogs. They're not right. like old dogs, but she's got, well, a you very... can teach them new tricks. Is the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got it's also I... a hilarious movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a Tim <laughs> Allen. Tim um, Allen. <laughs> yeah. So like snow, snow dogs, snow dogs to the rescue. Clifford, mm-hmm. the big red dog. Alyssa Milian, is she an alto? I don't know what you would call well, that. She's not but... singing. This is this is not her. Okay, well, Susan Egan. Susan Egan and what's his face singing? I just they're too similar. The end. Bad. Bad. Yeah. I do have to say though, one the one notable exception to the uh, talking voice at not doing the singing voice, as everyone knows, is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <gasps> JTT. JTT? Yep, one hundred percent. Don't, don't, don't fix it. <laughs> I want that information out there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, this movie very few of the actors, but so they they end the song at the at Tony's restaurant in the back alley in the exact same setting oh. with the exact same candle mm. and. They're snuggling. The only difference is there's no spaghetti, but that is the only difference between this scene and the original movie. But this is a reverse where it's a house dog who doesn't want to be a house dog being convinced by a street dog that you should win. It's just the opposite and it's dumb. But um, they do have spaghetti eventually because yeah. Tony is a very um, well-balanced individual who treats his employees well mm-hmm. and decides that... Okay, so... What's up? What's what's Tony's life like? What's well, the deal with this first guy? of all, I think Tony should be, um, you know, he should foot the bill for all this like animal shelter bill business because he's the one hooking up dogs. Like he should probably run a trap neuter return program where he feeds them spaghetti, traps the dogs, neuters or space them humanely, and then releases them to the wild so that it controls the yeah. dog population and. 
then what's his face is out of a job and there isn't any evil, bad dog snatcher anymore. That's a good point. He is the Bob Barker of Italian food, <laughs> but he's not, he's, he's encouraging Barker. that. Well, no, but he's in, what she's saying is that he feeds no, the dogs. That. Yeah, he brings them in, spays, neuters them, and then lets them back out in the streets. There's no need for a dog catcher. He could be an even greater force of good because he's already like a sweet. He's a sweet man who feeds dogs. Is like he? dogs. Like that's is adorable. Really sweet? Yeah, it would. You wanna... It's one. It's one adorable aspect of his personality. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You're right. He is kind of a butt to his his coworker, but yeah, he's his heart's in the good in a good place. It's in the right place. It could be in a better place. Maybe. I mean, he could be feeding these dogs other dogs. We don't know. Ooh, Hot maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's his end game. It's, Dog it's like it's oh, like here, boy. eat up, procreate. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna then I'll make more meatballs. <laughs> oh God, he's like anyway, the sweetie Todd of meatballs. Yes. Yeah. But- He's Sweeney Dog. Sweeney Dog. This is, I don't, yeah, I don't really, this doesn't sit well. I don't think we should put this (laughs) out there. You know, his business is going to suffer if his customers think they're eating dogs. Look, I I drove by Tony's the other day. I saw the D (laughs) in the window. I, (laughs) it's still open, doing delivery only and Uh, pickup. Oh, that's right, because you live in California. Right. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We don't have freedom in this state. So. <laughs> they have it in <laughs> South Dakota, though. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> freedom isn't free. It costs a buck no. five. Um, all right. So the dogs are snuggling, and Tony and Luigi look on in adoration. Then we cut to a neighborhood where Scamp and Angel are frolicking. They're chasing a squirrel. They see Jim Deer, Lady, and Tramp returning home from their search. Scamp and Angel then hide. He's like, oh, hide. Let's go, man. And then Angel then learns that Tramp is Scamp's father and then runs to look in on the family. And Darling is holding a comfort. Uh, he's holding comforting Junior as he clutches a picture of Scamp. And Scamp mm-hmm. says, I didn't know they would miss me this much. And Angel and gets then- mad at him for running away from his life. Yeah. And then they went inside, they scratched on the door, mm-hmm. and Scamp said, I've had enough of this life. This is crap. Come with me. You can stay with my family. They love dogs. No, no, and, no, no, no. That happens what? in like 30 minutes. Oh. You're getting ahead of You're getting ahead. Okay. Um, we haven't so, had the emotional climax yet. That's right. So both these dogs, they don't understand each other, right? They love each other. They'll, they'll eat spaghetti together, but they don't, they don't understand why the other one wants the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. So each would give anything to have what the other one has. So Angel says, you know what? Let's just run off together. We don't need these other dogs. We don't need this junkyard. We can Anything we want, we can have together. But Scamp really needs to pass this final test so he can belong to the junkyard dogs. Angel says he doesn't belong there. He is better than that and that that is what she likes about him is he's better than the junkyard dogs, yeah. right? Yeah. He's different so, from that. Yeah. Did, so did either of you feel any actual stakes involved with scamp going back and no, like Absolutely. No. it, it's just, it's just the plot point needs to be he, resolved. He maybe himself. Cause he's got an ego and you know, he, he's got to prove himself. 
Yeah, I'll get to my theory about what this movie's really about. But um, in the meantime, uh, the the two young dogs scurry away. The next day is the Fourth of July celebration and parade. Right, the thing they were. And none of the dogs are freaking out at the fireworks. No, not one. (laughs) No, no. No. Good point. so we cut to Aunt Sarah, again, not a bitch anymore, played oh, by Trish great. McNeely, who insists that they have a picnic before they continue searching for Scamp. And, and we see the cats, but they we, certainly don't say anything. Nope, <laughs> sure don't. No, but, but, but wait, we do hear vaguely uh, ethnic music. Yes, yes. <laughs> sure. Um, that's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna describe this scene, and this is all sort of happening at the same time. Okay, so yes, the Siamese cats they come out of their little basket. They're gonna. She brought a chicken. Okay, like a whole roast chicken to this picnic, just so we can set the scene. Um, so Buster peeks around the corner to see Tram, and then Audrey's he looks wrapping, at wrapping Christmas presents. Yes, right sorry about that. It's, it's early. She's early. She's good. She wants to take care of the family. She's got to travel. <laughs> Um, so Buster, who's the junkyard dog, peeks around the corner behind a bush and he sees Tramp at the picnic. And then he looks over at Scamp and they're both scratching the same way. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, then he calls Scamp over. His final test is to sneak into their picnic and steal the family chicken. Now, Angel sees this and says... He doesn't have to prove anything. Just walk away. I thought you were better than this. And Buster says, once a house dog, always a house dog. So Scamp takes the challenge and he steals the chicken. And then there's total chaos. By the way, he's stealing the chicken of his family. So he's walking into the picnic. Everybody's really excited to have him back. Oh, you're back. And then he steals the chicken. Chaos. The junkyard dogs then all raid the picnics. And then Scamp runs away. But then Tramp catches up to him. He's a little rascal. So they talk, and Tramp reveals he didn't want this life for Scamp. He fell in love and found a better life. Mm-hmm. Buster and the rest of the junkyard dogs then catch up to them, and Buster confronts Tramp, who feels he's been deserted, and Tramp explains, I fell in love. Buster and Tramp play devil and angel to Scamp. You know, like, you should come home because you want this, or you should stay with us, blah, blah, blah. But so Scamp is forced to make a choice. He chooses Buster and the junkyard dogs. Angel's disappointed. Tramp is disappointed. But he lets him go and Tramp leaves. And that did it. So Scamp is now a junkyard dog. Buster removes Scamp's collar and welcomes him to the club. He got everything he, he ever wanted. Yeah, because he basically betrayed his dad. And the, and the running theme here is that Tramp is like oh, a has-been washed-up house dog now. He he doesn't have any street cred anymore, right? He doesn't have it anymore. Um, so they and all. This fro- movie has been living on borrowed time for like about forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's, mm-hmm. it's just like no one cares. There's no doubt how this is exactly. going to end. Right. <laughs> There's no stakes. There's no. Yeah. It, and it's not even a coming of age tale. It's just uh, I don't know. It's a it's a comedy of errors, except it's yeah. not funny. So it's just an un. Uh, it's, it's just an of errors. errors. It's, it's <laughs> of errors. Uh, so at this point, they're back in the junkyard. An angel reprimands Scamp for making this choice. You have a family that loves you. You're not like the rest of us. 
and Scamp reveals to Buster that Angel is the one who wants to be a house dog, which is her big secret not to Ugh, be revealed, Scamp, right? Scamp, what a little butthead. Yeah. So she's ridiculed by everyone and she runs away. And then Scamp runs after her because she feels bad. Buster follows Scamp and sets him up to be caught by the dog catcher because, so you know, rude. once a house dog, always a house dog. Scamp gets caught. And in the back of the wagon, Scamp realizes that Buster is nothing but trouble and he wants to go home. So then he sings the internal monologue song, Always <laughs> There, because before they were singing, but now it's just in their heads. So all the dogs are singing Always There. Uh, it's about what home life is really like. Angel Oh, that's the, the family st- song. Yeah, right. right but yeah, it's called okay. Always There. Yeah. The record and and uh, yeah, this is the one that I wanted Don Knotts to sing along to. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, like as he's driving. <laughs> yeah, what kind of family does Don Knotts have in this movie? Like, does he have well, a I, wife and kids, or is he, you know, like single, ready to mingle? Is is does his well, mom still well, live in uh, if California or something? The dogs are his family, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. I think, oh, God. I think this is before Don Knotts. This is after Don Knotts leaves Mayberry and he, you know, he figures I was the sheriff's deputy. Is this before he's a landlord? Right, right. And so he works for a while as a dog catcher and then he decides, you know what? I'm going to go off to California, going to move to i believe it's huntington beach i'm not sure uh and work on his tan he's gonna work on his tan he's gonna wear kimonos and he's gonna meet some yeah he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna gonna meet some live the the swinging lifestyle in the 70s and then he turned into a fish oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh so while this song always there is playing this little internal monologue song, Angel watch, wanders the streets and she's looking into all these homes with their dogs and they're loving their owners out. and they're having a wonderful time. But then Angel finds Scamp in the back of the of the dog truck, right? Mm-hmm. Scamp gets thrown into the same cage as Reggie the pit bull. Remember Reggie from the alley yes. in the can? Reggie. He gets thrown in that same cage. I'm, ga- I'm going to be honest. I didn't remember Reggie, but I'm really glad the script did for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so Angel then goes to help. Uh, and she goes to help from Tramp. Like she goes to Scamp's house. It's like, you got to come help. Scamp's been caught. He's in the doggy jail. And then. Uh, and they just know each other for some reason. Yeah, they're dogs. They all know each other. Right, that's true. So Reggie is about to pounce on Tramp when, excuse me, about to pounce on Scamp when Tramp jumps in and saves him. Tramp shows he's still got it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that point, Tramp, Scamp, and Angel go back home. Scamp apologizes for running away. Tramp apologizes for being so hard on him. They compromise. But before they can go home... Scamp goes to confront Buster and get his collar back. The rest of the dogs decide to leave Buster. They think being a house pet sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. Back at home, the family welcomes Scamp back and welcomes Angel to the family. The end. The sisters are all disappointed. 
Yeah, right. And it takes no convincing Mm-mm, to nope. get these dots. It's just like, oh, I, you know, I never thought of it that way, even though we sang that song countless times. You would imagine they've sung the song every for at least every member of the pack that there is, because they don't know that Scamp's special. They don't know a movie's being made about him, so they probably <laughs> sing that song every single time. They don't see the camera crew, and and so they're... <laughs> They've been drinking that Kool-Aid and then just out of nowhere, like, you know, maybe the family thing's good. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's my thesis statement. It's that <laughs> I saw Lady and the Tramp and it's all yeah. about this, this street dog <laughs> who meets this house dog and says she's dumb for being a house dog, tries to show her the streets, and then he ends up being a house dog. And so the minute I saw this cute female dog, like two minutes into the movie. Voiced by Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. I was like, okay, so at that point, she is going to now be the new tramp. Roles reverse, just like Little Mermaid, just like Pocahontas. Just, I mean, it's all the same. It's just the same story, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. Are you saying, Jimmy, that there's a pattern here? I'm saying there's a pattern, Dan. And, and I bet Cinderella too is going to have a daughter who doesn't want to be a princess, wants to be a slave to like an evil. <laughs> Cinderella is going to treat her terribly. And- yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, uh, it's just anyway. So I knew that was what was going to happen. But the whole point is it's all about love. The reason that tramps a house dog is because he fell in love. He said it like 40 times in the movie and it took scamp to fall in love with Angel, to see her point of view, which is being a house dog is the right way to go. And that's where you belong. But that's it. It's about love. This movie is about love. The end. Yeah. So and then a pop version of Bella Note plays over the credits for some ungodly reason. Yeah. Hate that trend. Like that. That's when I yelled. Yep. I watched so, Moana recently, and the yeah. end credits is super hyper overproduced pop versions of songs from the movie, yep. and it ticked me off. But the thing is, Bella Note is not in this movie. <laughs> That's the thing. But it's no. it's a it's a familiar embrace from the old movie. Like we all wanted that, didn't we? All want to hear that song again? Like, tell me no. you didn't want to hear. You know, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big you know. If I'm being really honest, I didn't want to watch the movie at all. So um, so here's a note I made for myself at 14 minutes and 37 seconds in. The moral will slash should be that it's okay to be a, quote, wild dog. But uh, we learn to tame it at times for those we love. It can still be a part of you, but with real integration into your life. Wow. But yeah, that's and that's not pretty much point. it, Dan. That is the yeah. point. I think that is the point. That's what ended up happening is that they compromise. Like maybe we can go down to the the tr- train tracks and howl the moon every once in a while. So I think you yeah. you nailed it better they, than I, I guess did. they do get there. Yeah, you nailed it better than I did. Yeah, doggy style. <laughs> that's that's the that's the name of the sequel of this one uh, to this one. Rather. Lady in the Tramp three doggy, doggy style. style. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. <sighs> We're Scamp, an angel's kid. No. Love being a house dog, but then he gets kicked out of the street. I don't know. Oh. I think, no, I think actually it's all from the point of Tony's the main character. Oh. And we get to see his home life. We get to see uh, people around him, the other businesses. We get to see like 
their impression. It's 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 done in like documentary style, but it's still animated. So like the the shopkeepers will there's shots where they're just like, yeah, I don't know what it is with him and dogs. He's just like, I mean, I get it, you're into romance, but it's just it's very specifically like a dog thing. And I mean, I don't think he's doing anything. I. Lady in the Tramp 3, Luigi doing it doggy style. Oh, no. <laughs> what if uh, – sorry, Dan, are you – you're still – No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. What if they, what if they end up moving uh, internationally to – Well, they already moved from Midwest to New England, so yeah, – What if they move to Hong Kong and they have to, like, oh. learn how to be dogs in a family Lady in a in the Tramp country? 3, trying not to be dinner. Oh my god! Oh, 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 okay. No, they just have to. They have to. uh, It's a different kind of culture and society, and they have to. They have to find their place, and then they realize at the end that their place is with each other, and they love each other. You know, Mm -hmm. great. Boom. Cut. Dry. Print. Edit. Cut. Dry. Print. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, (laughs) dear listener, that is the line. I think you can cut out the last hour and 20 minutes. Um, okay, so when we're watching this film, we mm. are going to be enjoying it with a delightful old-style beer. Mm. It's called Old Style. It is simple, clean, and easy drinking. It's light-bodied and lightly flavored, a quick taste that is there and gone in an instant. It's not good enough flavor in that moment and has a dry enough, uh, just dry enough of a finish to bring you right back for more. Old style. <laughs> it's a perfect beer to drink with this movie. It's light bodied, lightly flavored, a quick taste that is there and gone in an instant. <laughs> Old style Chicago's beer. It's made by Paps Blue Ribbon. Mm. As it should be. <laughs> and it is Chicago's beer. If you go to Wrigley Field in Chicago, they like issue old old style beer. Like it comes with every ticket. Mm. Hmm. What yeah. are we going to be eating with said old style beer? Oh gosh, I, that, not this is the time when I really wish I had my notes because it was probably something super funny and super clever Speaking as always. Boy. No, 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 no. I think maybe <laughs> at first, my first guess was like they're going to have lasagna, which is. Like spaghetti, but a little different. Yeah. And then... Kind of Garfield's territory, though. Yeah, that's true. So then, as an alternative... Garfield's a cat. What if it's Sloppy Joe's? (laughs) Ooh. Because, you know, it's like a... It's like a trash dinner. And you're in the trash when you're a junkyard dog. Chili dogs. Sure, yeah, great. That would go good with beer. It would go well with old style. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Sloppy mm-hmm. Joe's. Mm-hmm. What are we going to be listening to, yeah. man? Uh, I, I, I went in a couple directions, but I only chose one. But I do want to share the th- thought process. I originally thought Common People by Pulp because it's a song that basically criticizes people who want to live a, a impoverished lifestyle like as a fashion choice. When in oh. fact, they just look like ridiculous idiots when they do that and everyone sees through them 
But then I watched a little bit of the original Lady and the Tramp when this one stopped because, you know, Disney Plus does that. And it's actually a very charming movie, but it's very subtle in its charm. And it opens with a thing that says, basically, this movie is a tribute to dogs. And then Mm. I thought, okay, that makes sense. And so the movie through that lens, yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah, the couple's silly. But then, like, it's really just, okay, this is a dog's life. And this is, like, it, 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 it works really well in that way. This movie has none of that. It's just, well, here's a movie. So for that reason, I went with specifically Ringo Starr uh-huh, um, <laughs> performing Yellow Submarine live. Because oh, God, he this song should not be treated as a song. Out of context, it is stupid. More stupid than in context. <laughs> no wacky sound effects. Just, oh. yep, here's a song that I'm singing for you, adult audience. No, you know, no whimsy, none of the silliness. Just, yep, it's a normal song. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. That's uh. So that's that's what we got there. Um, Pick fit. Uh, I'd like to read you the plot of the original Lady and the Tramp. Uh-huh. On Christmas evening in the year 1909, in a quaint Midwestern town, visually inspired by Disney's hometown, Marceline, Missouri. Jim Deere gives his wife. Darling, Did you write that last part? Day. No, it's, <laughs> okay. I'm looking at the plot of this movie. It's set in the freaking Midwest. Why is it it's open a, in New England? It, it is a really charming movie. I I have never really liked it before no, um, I because I, I don't think I don't think I had ever really paid attention to it. But I when watching it last night, I was like, oh, I think I get it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is. It it's is just charming. A, it's just a quiet, nice, quaint movie. It is the the first animated feature film in the Cinemascope wide scene, wide screen film process. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And it was released by Buena Vista Film Distribution. It was the first animated film distributed by that company, which is a subsidiary of Walt Disney. I always, I like the word subsidiary. Totally. It's a good word. We Speaking of subsidiaries. We live in a yellow subsidiary. Subsidiaries. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of subsidiaries. Corporate. We all live in a corporate submarine. We, <laughs> Scraping the Vault, are a subsidiary of the, what's that one? Uh, uh, Ears Up podcast. Yeah. And if you like what you're hearing, <laughs> you can hear more of it. On the Ears Up Podcast Network, featuring podcasts like Ears Up, Ears Up In Depth, The Supreme Resort, which is also a wonderful show. There's Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk. We have game nights most Wednesdays. Come join us for some fun. We're trying to get a t-shirt idea. Uh, You can contact us. I'm 
Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y. Dan, D-A-N, at earsup-podcast.com. Audrey at Aloha Isle Tropical Suites in Kona, Hawaii. Yeah. You can reach Eric at ejohnson at concierge.com. Not that he's on this show, but, you know, we like Eric. He might be listening. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi. Uh, also, say hi to Bev. <laughs> say hi to Bev. Bev, Bev. at earsup-podcast.com for show suggestions. <laughs> uh, you can contact us at all those places and also listen to Spectral Radio. That's spectralradio.us. And if you want to contact Jeremy, that's uh, at spectral underscore radio at all the the platforms. Um, yeah, also, guys. I just want to put it out there. If you are enjoying this show, uh, let someone know. If, if next yeah. time people talk to, you know, a common uh, piece of conversation right now is, what are you doing to get through this nightmare? Yeah, what well, are you doing during quarantine? <laughs> Yeah. So if if you're enjoying this, if you think about it, just, you know, mention that this show exists and that you've been enjoying it. Yeah, these movies aren't great, but I think we have a good time oh God, talking no. about it and and I think we describe them well. We have nice commentary. I think Dan and Audrey do a really good job at making it fun while I try the to keep hosts, the ship on course. The hosts are all so they're so cool. The hosts are the coolest yeah. people on yeah. planet Earth. They're That's just right. The cool, In fact, like, go to cool. go to Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever right now, and I'm going to dictate to you the review to leave for us. Okay, do it. Hi, I am a person who listens to podcasts, and this is one of the podcasts that I listen to, and it is wonderful. I think. Oh God, is that a volcano? Oh no! He's typing that an eruption. Oh. Yep. In closing, if you don't do not listen and include the the stumble as well, and this also include this, if you do not listen to this podcast, you will be sad forever. Mm. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> Love Audrey. <laughs> Love Audrey. <laughs> yeah. It, it, seriously though, if you know, we know how many people listen to this show, and it's it's quite a few. We're pretty proud of how many people listen. Uh, but we want more. We want total world domination. We, <laughs> we think we're more. doing a good job. We think we're, we think we're entertaining and <laughs> maybe it's just us, but the fact <laughs> you keep coming back for more, tell a friend, just, you know, say, uh, and, and, or just tell us, like Dan said, you can do his exact review, go mm-hmm. on, hit the like button, subscribe and write a little comment, a little mm-hmm. five-star review for this fun little Escape from the otherwise uh, cluster. <laughs> from the nightmare that is life. Yeah. You can it's fold fun. laundry while you're listening. Oh, fold laundry. It's one of the only things you can fold laundry while you're listening to. That's true. That's you can true. do dishes while you're listening. Yep. Yep. And for the runtime of each episode, you can also watch the movie we're talking about. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Have it on uh, in the background while we're talking about it. Also, don't forget if you need any birthday greetings or Ooh, anniversaries cameo. or anything, <laughs> any sort of uh, thing that you would you think your friends would appreciate from Steve Gutenberg. Steve don't forget cameo. to visit his cameo. Mm-hmm. He's charging a reasonable price, um, and he'd be happy to uh, help you out. I'd also like to, to close on the following: if you're interested. 
in traveling to any destination, specifically to Disney resorts. Now, we know that Disneyland currently is not open, but Disneyland Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong, Disney World, they're all open and they're receiving guests safely with masks and social distancing. And it may seem a little daunting to do so, especially now. There's a lot of things you have to know. I highly recommend going to Concierge, calling 856-HOUR-EARS or going to Concierge.com and let them take care of it for you. I know Bev over there at uh, Ears Up is doing this and she's planning a trip to Disney World. And I recommend anybody who's interested in going to the Disney parks anywhere around the world, please call Concierge. They will take care of you, hassle-free, worry-free. They'll do everything for you, and you won't pay an extra dime for anything you're doing. It'll be the same as if you did it yourself, but they'll do it for you. So go to concierge.com and book your Disney vacation. Audrey, are you going to plan a trip to Disney soon? Um, I got to get back to work first, uh, and then probably going to go to Scottsdale for Christmas. And then, I don't know, I I probably can't take too much more vacation, but... What Audrey Disney Park is in Scottsdale. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> uh, and what, by the way, what what Disney theme park is in Hawaii? I mean, we've got Aulani. It's close. Oh, oh, okay. That made that made. Then I understand in that case why someone would make a to vacation to yeah. Hawaii. Okay, got it. Audrey, if you were going to after all these vacations in Scottsdale's, if you were going to plan a trip to Disney World, where would you go to get the information you need? Ears up. No, sorry. Concierge. I'm so sorry. I had concierge in my mind, but then the word ears up came out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. It's concierge. It's okay. okay. If you went to ears up, you'd hear about concierge. That's all that matters. Yes, yes. Please edit this part out. (laughs) How long have you been doing this show? uh, It's fine. It's all good. And in closing, I want to also just make the observation that a song about anarchy. is unintentionally the perfect criticism of an anarchist movement as a movement. Ooh. Mm. Is there a follow-up um, to that? No. Oh, are we talking about the junkyard rag? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. It's time to end it. <laughs> I gotta go. Aloha. Aloha, Aloha everybody. And until next time, be kind kind and and rewind. rewind. started as an idea back in August of 1995 is today realized as a place to discover the beauty, diversity, whimsy, excitement of the ultimate California experience. Sunshine, surf, the Silver Screen, Napa Valley Vineyards, and the Redwood Line Trails, a slightly irreverent pop culture, and a celebration of individuality and diversity are all waiting to be discovered here at Disney's California Adventure. Today, we welcome you to Disney's newest and most unique theme park yet, and we invite you to explore the adventures from within. One of our newest and most exciting adventures is here in the front of the world. Visit 
This episode is dedicated to the memory of Paul Pressler's career. And to all of the lives lost under his tyrannical rule. Never forget.